Yes, sir, 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 yes, Yes, welcome to Ball Sports Podcast, the podcast with balls about balls. Yes, sir. We are your hosts. I'm Buddha. I'm Nalid. What? Is that your name? Wait, is that your name backwards? <laughs> I'm Nalid. That's pretty lit. Um, I am uh, Nels, aka Big Facts, live and full of fact. Uh, this is episode something. Uh, and like one twenty one. Yeah, it doesn't matter at this point. At this point, it is. What it's it episode is. a lot. Whatever the title says, that's what episode it is. This it is episode, episode title. Episode a lot. Facts. Episode number title. Yes, sir. Uh, what's good, y'all boys? Happy New Year! Welcome to twenty twenty. Ladies and gentlemen, we recorded last week. It was still it's still twenty nineteen. We in the new year now. Happy happy we all made it to see another decade. Yes, sir. We are back at it again for another year. Got the fireworks going off in the background. You feel me? I hear it. Excellent effects. Excellent effects. We're so live today, bro. That's what we do. Do it for the streets. Yes, sir. We do absolutely do it for the streets. I mean, if anybody ever doubted what this podcast or who this podcast was for, now you know. Facts. Big facts. Yes, sir. How was y'all's, uh, before we get started in anything, how was y'all's uh, New Year's? New, New Year's was wonderful. New Year's was cool, man. Had a, had a small little uh, little function at the crib, you know, quiet, chill, like game night type thing with some music and shit. It was cool. That's what I'm talking about. It sounds fun. Yeah, y'all, y'all turned up, though. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. Shut up. I seen the videos, bro. You can't just sit here and tell it me. Was lit. No, it was lit. Thank you, Don. It was lit. It was cool, man. Thank you for giving it, as they say, 100. Nah, it was cool. I had a lot of fun. It was lit, but I'm saying it it was a cool time for me, you know. Old man, trying to just hang out with the young ones and and keep up. So, it was fun. Sure, old ass. Um, (laughs) Well, now that's out of the way. (coughs) Shall we get into the shits? I mean, I'm all for the shits. I'm all about the shits. Right. Shits and more shits. All right. So lots happened the past week in the NFL. Um, I guess we can start with these uh, the coaching carousel. Uh, since we last <laughs> spoke to our wonderful audience, uh, the Cowboys have fired uh, Jason Garrett as their head coach and have hired uh, former Packers head coach Mike McCarthy. Um, apparently... Uh, Jason Garrett was still begging for his job while Mike McCarthy was spending the night in Jerry Jones' house. Wow. Um, that's tough. <laughs> that's gay! <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, I guess we can... I don't know. Do, no, do you want to start with how you feel about it? Jerry or... Jones found another bitch, boy. So, I mean, I don't... I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say... You know, it, it, it's kind of crazy... Uh, I kind of wanted to give a, a different perspective as far as, you know, what um, is being, not necessarily what is being said, but what is known about McCarthy in the first place. Um, there, <clears throat> there's a couple of things that I think needs to be taken into context before uh, we talk about like decisions made or whatever. For one, 
Um, we can kind of, I know a lot of people are saying what happened with Urban Meyer, what happened with Lincoln Riley, whatever. And from our perspective, I mean, it sounded like it was a really good move. But the, but the Cowboys front office, more particularly the GM and the owner, weren't really wanting a fresh new coach to start over with. They wanted a, a, a head coach with NFL decision. I mean, not decision, with NFL um, experience yeah. and, and strong history of making those, those crucial decisions for a team. Um, so that automatically already eliminated um, Lincoln Riley and... Um, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Now, in the same context... Um, you got to realize that the Cowboys have had Garrett for what, like eight years now, nine years, maybe mm-hmm. longer, might be longer. Um, but you know, he was like the Princeton guy. He was the, the corporate dude, clap his hands after every good play. Like it's a little league game. And you know, it, it, it seems like there was never any chaotic situation. He was definitely the mature one or whatever. And they kind of want the more of a football-esque kind of guy. And, you know, McCarthy's, if you really look at it, is essentially a polar opposite of what Garrett is, right? He's like a football dude. He's from Pittsburgh. Um, he's a grunt. He likes hard work. Um, and, and you know, I think the Cowboys just wanted to go in a different direction versus what they had as their options. I mean, they only interviewed him and Marvin Lewis. Mm-hmm. They didn't interview anybody yeah, they, else. So yeah, I, they... I think they... Which I thought, I thought, I mean, say what you want about the decision. I thought it was a mistake to not even bother um, interviewing like those, those other candidates. I mean, even outside of those two, you had, you know, Josh McDaniels who's taking interviews. You have these other highly touted people so, with NFL experience, so to speak. And you don't even bother cause they interviewing them because they interviewed you know what Jerry Jones wants. But continue now. I'll let right. you continue and then I'll, I'll rebut. No, you're good. So, I mean, with Josh McDaniels, I think Josh is out of the highly touted uh, prospects. He might be one of the volatile ones, I think. Like, I, I don't think a lot of teams want to touch him considering what he did in his last situation. And then he had the whole thing where he was supposed to be a coach, and then he cleared it again. So, it, it kind of hurts his cred a little bit. Um, Ron Rivera was one I think they really wanted to go after, but Ron Rivera picked up a job quickly. So, you know, I think that kind of hurt what they wanted to do, too. I thought Ron Rivera would have been perfect in Dallas. Um, but, you know, he he didn't want, I mean, he, he wanted what was in uh, Washington. Um, now, as far as some of the negatives that I wasn't a fan of, um, did you know that in the 12 years that McCarthy has been coaching in the NFL, he has not ever been in the top 10 in the league for rushing attempts not surprised so it's going to be interesting to see how he's going to work with Zeke and that line because that line is primarily made for the run game so he's about to change that it's going to be interesting to see if there's going to be a whole bunch of changes is he going to keep the team the same but then try to instill some of his philosophies will that work will it not work I think that, you know, the Cowboys are trying to avoid a name bigger than the brand from what it looks like to me. Yep. Um, and I heard something interesting on the uh, Colin Cowherd podcast, and, and he said something that was really interesting. 
And, you know, there's not that many franchises in the sports world that are, like, family-ran, right? Like, the Patriots are on their way, but when you're talking about family-owned and family-ran, you're thinking of, like, the Lakers, you're thinking of the Cowboys, you're thinking of, like, the Yankees, and in each scenario, when the coach started becoming bigger than the brand, they usually let him go. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson came and got three. He was big before, like he was known before he was the Cowboys coach. They let him go. Bill Parcells came and turned that franchise back around. We knew about Parcells way before he took the Cowboys gig. If you look at the Lakers, I mean, we don't even consider Phil Jackson technically a Lakers coach, right? But he should get some of the credit for them, especially getting the three-peat in the 2000s. But they let him go. And then he came back and got two more with Kobe. Then they let him go again. So, you know, I think it's that same scenario with Dallas where I think they just want to get coaches. At first, they wanted to get coaches that they could really put on a... They could say that they put on, right? Like a Wade Phillips, like a Jason Garrett. Like those guys who were like uh, coordinators or part of the program that kind of worked their way up to the coach. But I mean, at this point in time, I think they're kind of desperate and they wanted to go outside of that with a coach that had an NFL experience, a playoff pedigree and a Super Bowl ring. And I mean, he checks all the boxes and beyond that, what they're doing that they didn't do with any other coaches. They're giving him like autonomy for who he wants to pick as far as coaching is concerned. I think the only coach that might stay on is like Kellen Moore and a def- one of the defensive coaches. But there might be turnaround for everybody on that staff. Mm-hmm. So... And usually the Cowboys organization is the type to be like, look, we put you on as coach, but we got guys that we really want you to work with. But this time around, they're kind of just like, you know, we're going to let you cook. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to say the least to see how that dynamic is going to work. Because I don't see if everything they're saying about McCarthy is true or even a high percentage of it is true of what he did in Green Bay. McCarthy is definitely not one who's going to be controlled by Jerry Jones. So this is either going to work fantastically or it's going to blow up in Jerry Jones' face. So we're going to see. I, I think it's going to blow up in Jerry Jones' face. I think this is a very mediocre hire. Um, will they be a playoff team? Yeah, sure. In that division, at least lately, it doesn't take much to be a playoff team in that division. But I don't see them getting anywhere past the wild card anytime soon. Um, they got the talent, Yes. But I feel like this is an exact situation the Houston Texans are in, where they have a trash coach, but because of the talent who outplays the coaching, they managed to make it to the playoffs every year and then bounced. I think it's the exact same situation. You got a vanilla coach who, up until now, didn't believe in analytics at all, but now all of a sudden he does. Okay. Um who's just a yes man. He's going to, I think he's going to do whatever Jerry Jones says. I think that was part of the conversations. Like, just so you know, this is my team and I make the final decision on everything. And Mike McCarthy's like, okay, you know what? And if this works out, I get to say, I coached the Dallas Cowboys and maybe want to ship add to his pedigree and add to his, his quote unquote pedigree. But, um, I don't, I don't think making it to the Super Bowl or winning a Super Bowl should mean as much when it comes to a coach, because, you never know the team around it. You look at a situation where John Gruden has a Super Bowl trophy with the team he inherited. You got somebody like Gary Kubiak, who I do not think is a good coach, but won a Super Bowl. But that doesn't. What does that mean? 
you had a great team who won. I don't. Not all of that should be put on the joke. And when you have a dynasty like Bill Belichick, like that's different. Obviously, there's coaching there, and especially when you don't look like they don't have supreme. I don't want to say talent, but names. These elite names that you know some of these other coaches do have. They, right. Bill hasn't had that luxury, so I don't know. I just think I, I just don't put too much on playoffs and 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 Super Bowls because then you got a guy like Andy Reid who I think is one of the best coaches ever and just, right. it's one of those things where like yeah McCarthy has the pedigree like he's had success in the past but based on who their owner is you could tell that's the reason he got the job not the reason that he got the job but the reason that they didn't look for anybody else that is probably out there that is better than Mike McCarthy for the job but this I can is, see that. This is the person that probably works the best for Jerry Jones, even though there might be a better coach out there for that team. Oh, and this is just a fun fact. You know how many coaches have won a Super Bowl on two different teams? Zero. Ooh, that's crazy. Zero. Really? Not a single coach really? who has coached more, has won a Super Bowl with one team has won it with another team. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't see McCarthy being the first one. But. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I mean, I don't see him being one either, but that'd be crazy if he was. Word. Like if he does, if he does, are you gonna put him down as one of the greatest coaches of all time? Relax. No. <laughs> no. I, I will. I will not. Probably not. Uh, I'm just saying. I what? feel you. I feel you. It's a good question to ask. Would you put him down as one of the greats? No, no. Okay. I mean, are there other, are there other uh, coaches that haven't done that? That would have only one victory, one Super Bowl victory that you would consider better than him, if he was to do that. Yes. Like who? Mike Tomlin. So you would consider Mike Tomlin a better coach than Mike McCarthy if Mike McCarthy turned around and win one with the with the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. Okay. As As a, a, like, um, yes, if like Mike Tomlin, unless Mike Tomlin continue like if if it's the Steelers continue to be how they are, unless Mike like this is based on if Mike Tomlin gets back to being how Mike Tomlin was with a better team and right. being and, able to do what he was and, able to do. And as of right now, I mean. So that this could all change in a couple weeks. John Harbaugh. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. So there's, there's a few, yeah. Okay. Just a, just a question for debate. Shit, right now, even fucking Vrabel. The way he got the, the, the Titans looking. Vrabel, Vrabel got the Titans looking really good. Real nice. For the future, too. They're a young team. Word. Word. We're going to talk about the Titans here in a couple of minutes. Uh, but is there anything else on the uh, McCarthy thing? Or can we? No, nah, we're good. Okay. Um, another t- couple hires. Because I, I believe we... Yeah, we talked last week about Ron Rivera and the Washington Redskins. So... Um, they hired him? He went over there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Um, the, <laughs> the Carolina Panthers hired uh, Baylor head coach uh, Matt Rule. Um, 
Which, I mean, I don't know what you guys' opinion, but I guess, guess, guess it could be fine. I mean, you know, I'm always skeptical of college coaches making that jump to the pros. Especially going right to being head coach. Right. I support it. You know what I mean? Because you never know. There might be that guy who who finally figures it out and gets it right. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if he's necessarily that guy. But, you know, what do I know? I could be wrong. I I always figured out all of the coaches. I mean, Lincoln Riley has a lot of hype. But I would be skeptical about him, too. Urban Meyer would be the only one that would kind of cross my mind a little bit, but that's only primarily because, I mean, he's like an older guy. He's been around the the league. Well, not the league, but he's been around the block a little bit, so to say, as a coach. He's seasoned. So that that might be the best chance. But, I mean, you never know. Again, I could be wrong, but I'm very skeptical. Very skeptical. I feel you. You Um, And, And the team's not necessarily in the best shape. You know, so there's just a lot of work that still needs to be done. I mean, you never know. You might right. be able to do it. Facts. Um, and then the New York Giants have hired the special teams and wide receiver coach for the New England Patriots, Joe Judge. Now, honest question to you guys. As their head coach? As their head coach. So before this week, did you know the name of the Patriots special teams coordinator and wide receivers head coach? I didn't know that was his position, but I, I knew his name. Because I had never heard that name before this week. Yeah. Joe Judge, and he is now the head coach. What a, That's a come up right there. Boy. Special that's teams coordinator, wide receiver coach. Making the jump. So I don't – I feel like this just has dumpster fire written all over it with the Giants organization and David Gettleman. Like, he's already on his last leg. Uh I don't know if this hire is going to be a... I actually, you know, the, the thing about it is, is like, you know, it, it's it's amazing to me how like these, the, the Belichick assistants keep getting put on. Mm-hmm. And, and I was kind of like thinking to myself, like, I was like, yo, there's no way that they can possibly be that good because I can't think of a, I can't think of a, uh, uh, the last assistant of his, <clears throat> maybe outside of Bill O'Brien, that was really like doing what they had hey, to do. I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off. Speaking of assistance, who do you know who the who was the defensive coordinator for y'all this year, or was it just Bill? I honestly don't know. I was just oh, yeah, something no. I was wondering. Um, there was somebody, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh my gosh, uh, there was someone. I think I personally think it was between him. It was Bill and the other guy. Okay, sorry. I think it was Bill no, and his the son. Corners. Yeah. No, I think it was Bill and his son together. I don't think yeah. there was any one particular defensive coordinator. I don't think so. Yo, Bill and his son. Bill and his son running the defense would be crazy. That just sounds crazy. It's <laughs> a little madness. Um. So, um, what I was gonna say. Sorry. Oh yeah. Sorry. So I went I and uh, I did a little research. And I found the uh, records of the past assistants of Bill Belichick to get head coaching positions. I'll start from oldest to youngest. Or not oldest to youngest, but the, the, the first one to the newest one. Gotcha. So you got Romeo Cornell with a total record of 28 and 55. Eric Mangini with a total record of 33 and 48. Josh McDaniels at 11 and 17. Bill O'Brien at 54 and 47. Matt Patricia at 9, 22 and 1. 
and Brian Flores at 5 and 11, giving them a total of 140 wins, 200 losses, and a tie, which is right at above 40% of winning percentage. Well, 40% winning percentage. Jeez. Yeah, so I I don't understand how these guys keep getting jobs. Um, which is, I mean, it's, it's I guess because the, the staff is so good and they're always putting up just solid numbers that maybe you, it puts them on, but it's just like, man, like, wow. That's Bill. It's almost Bill. like Nick Saban. It's the Bill effect. But, I mean, to be honest with you, though, his assistants performed, though, in college, right? Because yeah. you, got, you got Kirby. And there's somebody else that I'm not thinking about right now. But, you know, he's, he's, he's had some people. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to <clears throat> kind of see, like, what this guy's going to do. Like, he definitely hit a super come up, though. Yeah, you don't facts. hear very many. Yeah, you don't hear very many special teams and wide receiver coaches just get on and get get a position. Good for him. We'll see how it happens. But New York, that's a that's a rowdy bunch. So is it? Ho- hope you come out swinging. Um, swinging too. But uh, but yeah. So that's all for the coaching hires, I believe. The last uh open spot right now is the Cleveland Browns. Um, and they're in a position that can take their time. They have interviews coming up with Josh McDaniels, uh, the defensive coordinator for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. I forget his name off the top of my head. Was that, is that Stefanski or is that uh, Skarnecki? Uh, I don't know the Some names. name. One of them. Anyways. But yeah, him. They got, I think, the offensive coordinator for the Vikings, some other people. So they got a few interviews. They can take their time at this point and fill it out, see what they want to do. Nice. Um, but yeah. And then uh, one last thing before we get into, I guess, the weekly recap. Um, or actually, no, we can start the weekly recap and then we can get to it because it's involving one of the games. So uh, to recap last week, uh, to start the week off, we had the sorry, I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, the the Texans beating the Bills 22-19 in overtime. Um, really good game. That kind of set the tone for the whole weekend as far as these nail biters go. Um, but yeah, defensively they were hitting. Uh, there was a lot of back and forth in this game. Josh Allen made some great plays early on, but then made some really bad plays kind of late in the game. Uh, Texans end up getting the win. That shit was crazy. It's going to make the next game so much easier. <laughs> uh, no, any takeaways? I, mean, I mean, like, you know, I, I'm still just running through the game in my mind. I thought it was a really good game. I, I think the Bills lost it a little bit more than than the Texans won it. I agree. Uh, especially considering that it had the lead early. I feel like a lot of those plays where, you know, Deshaun Watson was getting away from the pressure and everybody was like, oh, wow, like, just unbelievable pocket presence. I was like, I mean, I feel that, but I also feel like it was poor tackling. Right. I just felt like they, they should have really held on to him. They let him escape. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm not taking away from Watson. I don't want to sound like a hater because I'm definitely not. Nah, bro, he should have. Bro, when he got smacked, he shouldn't have. Bro, and no reason why he shouldn't have. Should have got away from that. 
Right, and yeah. that's that's what I'm saying because it, it was what true. A, he was a, that was a great it was play. a great play on oh his part God. that he kept he kept his bearings right because you yeah. know a lot of times quarterbacks are gonna fall anyway. So props to him, especially when you're getting for, hit in two different directions. Wrap your yeah. goofy asses up. Right, so so it's like it's like props to him for being able to do that, but in the same essence, it's like come on, y'all, like we yeah, can't they, There's no reason why at least one of them didn't have their arms around. Why him. none of y'all right, wrapped right. up? Y'all Not both, y'all of. both went sh- led shoulder and had your hands by your side. Trying to exactly. have a pack. Why are you trying and, to make you know, a if Josh Allen somebody? doesn't make some of the rookie mistakes that he makes, I mean, it's a different game. Mm-hmm. I, I just think you know the Bills again lost it a lot more than the Texans won it. You know the Texans, they 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 have the right players in the right places to where they can. Always find a way to be competitive. Right. They're always going to be competitive because, you know, they got Watson and they got D-Hop and they got Hyde and they got they got the right tools. But, again, the Bills the Bills was there, man. And, and the defense, I think, <laughs> let them down to a certain extent. And I think Josh Allen let them down to a certain extent. And I think that's growing pains. When you have a young team and, and you have a little bit of inexperience on your side, like those things tend to happen. So, you know, overall, still a good game on both sides. Facts. Um, and then the next game was the Tennessee Titans beating the Patriots twenty to thirteen, and that leads us into the topic we needed to talk about. Called it, yeah, I called it. You sure did. Uh, now, did. do you want to uh, lead us into this? Um, I mean, that is exactly how the Titans was going to win that game: running the ball and mm-hmm. playing stout defense. And I mean, you know, they're I just the Patriot receivers really let me down. Bro. Uh, like they did all year. Like it was, yeah. I mean, like it was all year, but this this one particular game, it was Well, I didn't know I mean, that Julian Edelman nothing led the league about, in sure. drops. Say again? I didn't know Julian Edelman led the league in drops. Yes. Yes. yes That's terrible. And I mean, honestly, I just feel like, you know, there is it just kind of makes me think about like when he got when he got uh in trouble for for like PEDs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself like, yo, like, what if he's just really banged up? Right. Like, what if he's just really banged up? He got to be banged up, especially this year. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I think just him being that size and and the the man that he's getting double covered. At yeah, 5-11. that demand that they put on him, like it's. There's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on. So, you know, I mean, for what it's worth, Edwin probably disappointed me the least, but, I mean, he still yeah. disappointed me. I, I you, If you allow a team to score 20 points in a playoff game, you've got to be able you've got to be able to put, like, three touchdowns on the board. I'm just saying, like, you mm-hmm. lost and the team put up 20. 20 points. I don't know. This it just wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a good game, and the way that thing the things looked, I can't even sit there and say if we were to play that game ten times that the Patriots would have won the majority of those games. Not with that roster, fuck no. Right, can't say yeah. it. That Derrick Henry man. That oh yeah, Derrick Henry is a beast. Listen, and then I we kept getting, and then everybody was getting hurt on defense, bro. That shit was yeah. just disgusting, bro. I was like, oh my goodness. I texted you about that. I was like, I will, you know, I have no trash to talk about Derrick Henry. None. Him as a monster. Yeah, bro, he beasted. Can't even lie. Um, so the hot button issue uh, now in regards to the Patriots, 
uh, is, is around Tom Brady. Uh, there was, you know, always, of course, a speculation uh, after the game. Oh, is this it? Is he done? Is he retiring? Well, Tom Brady has come out and said that he has, he still has something to prove. I don't know what that could be, but because I'm, like reti- I'm not retiring, I don't know pick six. Um, but, got me fucked up. But yeah, he he still wants to play more. So now it's a it's a topic of his contract. Um, he is a free agent after this year, and his stipulation is he cannot be <laughs> franchise tagged. So he's made it clear he's not going to take a pay cut anymore. He he wants to be paid, which is fair in my opinion. Um, he's he's done a lot. He sacrificed a lot for for that team to be what it is. Um, and yeah, so it's really just a matter of what, what are the Patriots going to do? Um, will they pay Tom Brady? Either somebody's going to got a fold on, on one of the two, either. (laughs) I I don't know. I can't see, I can't see Tom on another team. So here's, here's what I'm speculating. Um, based off of what I have seen the past couple of years, if things go Robert Kraft's way, <clears throat> then they're going to keep Brady. They'll re-sign him and get him on and give him the whole legacy thing so he can have his like his his time in his last two years or year or whatever the case may be. However, if they allow Belichick to have his way, Brady's gone. Yeah. Brady is gone. I- I'm going to let you know that now. And, and, and because his, you know, his wife is a model and you know, she's probably she's got her own business ventures to go to. There's only a couple of places it'll go to. And I and I personally think that, believe it or not, Miami's one of those places. I think Miami's one of those places. I think LA's one of those places. I do. I LA really and Rams? No, Chargers. Chargers. Um that's the that's honestly the only team that makes would make sense. I think the only thing that makes sense to be honest is him re signing with the Patriots. But if there was another team I would say the Chargers, um, only if they were planning on drafting like a, a Justin Herbert and want him to sit for a year or so behind Tom to learn right. and stuff like that. That would be the only way that would make sense to me. Otherwise, you're swapping out one old co- uh, quarterback for an older quarterback, which, you know, no disrespect to either one of them, but like it's not really the move to make. Oh, I agree. I agree. On Go to Cleveland, Tom, for this shit. And I mean, to be honest with you, like Belichick's been trying to like get off of Brady and get another young quarterback at the helm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So y'all got Tom Brady yeah. fucked up. Y'all thought he was retiring. Yeah, no, I, I had a feeling he wasn't gonna retire, but I think I think not on no pick six. Yeah, I, I think I think wild one card of the two, game. One of the two uh, things will happen as far as either the Patriots cave or Tom does. Um, but I don't. I don't see. I can't see him in another uniform. I don't know. That's, I don't see it happening. I can't see him in another uniform either. Yeah, but I mean, we'll see how it all plays out. Um, you good for us to move to Sunday? Of course. All right. So the Sunday games: the Vikings beat the Saints twenty six twenty in overtime. Man, and Eesh. wouldn't you know it? It comes down to another pass interference call. I ain't gonna lie to you, that was pass interference for real, bro. That was pass interference. That was offensive pass interference that they didn't even bother to review. Now, they say they reviewed it, but they said that after about 20 seconds. I don't know how something that important. Nah, they reviewed that touch. They reviewed if he scored. Yeah, they they didn't didn't review for for interference. interference. 
Like, and, and that's what's crazy is because isn't that why they invented this rule? So in this particular moment in the playoffs when it really matters that they would take control of it and really take a look, and they don't. I think that Game because over. I think because the defender initiated contact first, that was never going to be. And I and that's and, the thing. Like I think like that's the one. When I watch those videos where they they talk about pass interference calls and what's reviewed, what's not reviewed, mm-hmm. what they look for, what they don't look for, I think that's what it is. I think like if the defender initiate contact or if the defender is creating the majority of the contact. They're not going to call it pass interference. I, I don't really see it, it as the, the defender creating majority of the contact, especially if the contact the defender's creating isn't really impeding the receiver in any ways. And, and, but in return, the receiver contacts impedes the defender altogether, like legit erases him from the play. So it's like it's not like the, the it's not like the receiver the defender is holding the guy the entire time and stop not letting him get his hand free or nothing like that. Did he grab at his arm first? I mean, grab at an arm as in like, yeah, the little tussle that DBs and receivers have is different from a legit shove like, nigga, watch out, like a like a push-off. But like tugging and hand just hand battling is something that happens every single play, and it's not really, I don't really consider that to be interference, interference type of contact, like rather than actually having a hold of somebody's body part. Or shoving off, like in the defender's aspect, it would be stuff as in like hooking somebody's arm or holding somebody's arm. And in the, the offensive aspect, it would be the same thing, but also pushing off. So I don't feel like I saw enough enough from the defender to say that he initiated a contact that merited a push off being legal. I agree. No, I um, especially a push off of that magnitude. Yeah, it wasn't, like a, it wasn't like a. I've seen push offs that don't get called at all. But like that was a pretty like distinguishable push off. Like right. and, he extended pretty clearly like the entire way. And and to be honest, whether it was a penalty or not a penalty, spend a couple minutes looking at it. To at least even if you decide quickly, to where the public knows that you did your due diligence, you took your time and you really looked at it. Yeah, they didn't because even when you you're taking thirty seconds and it's done to us, to everybody watching, and to even a lot of these. Sports analysts, it makes it seem like, so did, why didn't they review this? Mm-hmm. You take longer to look at a spot of ball. Uh, You're making it a story now. Like, yeah, you, you, the NFL made this a story by just not taking, hey, you know what, hey, we know this is no penalty. We just got to let this sit for a minute and a half or so, make it seem like we're looking at all the angles just for, that's a PR nightmare now. Like, I don't know. I feel like even if it's no call, Take the time, review it like you're supposed to, because they can't challenge it. I feel that. And make the right decision. No, yeah, that was that was my only beef with it. But otherwise, I mean, the Saints lost that game. They didn't show up when they needed to. Um, Breeze they didn't, didn't show, show up. up. They didn't show up a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't show up. They didn't show up a couple of times. Um, they they flat out lost that game. You yes, want to talk about the team losing a game? They Let's lost. talk about the Saints oh, yeah, and the Saints how they folded on defense. Mm-hmm. They let Thielen open all day, and they kept dub- double covering Diggs. And I understand Diggs is dangerous too, but they're both dangerous. So stop double covering one and leaving the other one open. Thielen mm-hmm. had a field day. I mean, a field yeah. day. Yeah, he spaz spaz. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah, but. Uh, 
I mean, it shouldn't have been in the situation where it even had to go to overtime. The Saints should have won this game 46 to 20, to be honest with you. Like, it does, it just, yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Um, and we'll see what the Saints do now. Uh, this is now Man, three, ain't three much, years ain't in much a row. For, ain't much for him to do, yeah. honestly. And you want me to be rude with you? A lot of people ain't trying to say it because they like him too much. You got to put some of that blame. Not even some of that blame. The majority of the blame is Drew Brees. Uh-huh. Period. Yeah. No, Drew for Brees this game, absolutely. Ass t- he threw that dumbass interception for absolutely no reason, no conceivable reason. And then Taysom Hill, who had him a game. Yes, he did. And then he got them, them inside, Got them inside, like, pretty much damn near close to the red zone. Mm-hmm. And then, freaking, he fumbles the ball. He fumbles the ball. <laughs> Unbelievable. I quit. Yeah, you was folding. That's funny. I quit. You was folding, Drew. Um, and then the last game on Sunday, the Seahawks beating the Eagles seventeen to nine. Uh, it was a disastrous day for the Eagles and Eagle fans. You know, Carson Wentz gets hurt that early in the trash, second bro. quarter. He's not trash. But that boy trash, bro. How is he trash? He's carried that team for like the Man, past seven weeks. Man, can't stay on the field. You can't make the club you in the tub. Listen, you can't. You, you can't, can't blame make a concussion the concussion on him. in the tub. The man weak body. Any if Jadavian Clowney would have landed on any quarterback's mm-hmm. helmet like that, glass he would have been concussed. Body. That boy got glass body. Uh, I can't agree with that one. I agree. He's had injury that boy, issues. That boy like this Rodgers. is not. That boy, that boy, the Aaron, same as that. That boy doing what Aaron Rodgers doing now. Aaron Rodgers had time to do all. You feel me? He could put his time in. You feel me? Carson Wentz just got here. He already in. Don't ask for no bread. I promise you, <laughs> Carson Wentz. Do not ask for no money. You're not a trash quarterback. I'm sorry, but don't ask for but, no money. But he he doesn't need he doesn't need to ask for bread because oh they paid him already. Yeah, already Stupid! I've been trying to tell y'all, but stop paying these silly boys. Just to get hurt before the... Come on, bro. Man, trash, bro. I paid that man just for him to be brittle. I keep giving these dudes insurance contracts and then they get hurt cashing them. Bro, you're a butthole. Booty meat, bro. That boy chilling at the crib right now. With a little fake cast on somewhere. On his head. All right. Stop paying these dudes. Um, that really hurt them, though. The, the lack of Carson yeah. Wentz really hurt them. That Every really year it seems to do that. And and plus <laughs> add on the 15 other injuries they had on their team. Like, Every year it seems to do that. There was nothing. They, they had nothing they could they do. do. I mean, they don't do that. They, they, you knew, Josh you knew, McGowan tried they to need a fire. They need a fire. They strength and conditioning coach. Real shit. That boy's weak enough. I, need, uh, I don't know what y'all got going on. Them boys weak, bud. Them boys weak. Um, no so, you know, as far as the Seahawks went, DK Metcalf had a really good game. And that boy, that boy um, balled out. Yeah, he and, did. And, and, I mean, honestly, yeah, this whole he season, did. he's been their number one pretty much this whole season. Because uh, Lockett's been, been in and out. Did he get 1,000 like, yards? Um, he didn't get I don't 1, know. Yards, I don't think he got 1,000. It's because Russell can't throw a ball. Chill out. Oh, stop Chill. it. Uh, <laughs> now, now you're just being That's what I'm saying. Huge <laughs> ripping. It's because Russell Kate Russell Kate put up numbers, bro. What you mean? Fuck out of here, bro. DK supposed to have but twelve by He had now. he had nine hundred yards this year. I mean catch. You know who could have picked him up? Uh the Patriots. The he had fifty eight uh sorry. 
Yeah, 58 and receptions. Patriots. 58 receptions, 7 touchdowns. And I want to have my 1,300, my 15. Yo. Hey, that's a great rookie season, though. It is a great rookie he season. He had a really good rookie season. And considering that he didn't play, didn't he? wasn't he like hurt or didn't play for like the beginning of the season or something like that? He missed a couple games, yeah, because he had yeah. uh, residuals of yeah. like his knee and neck. I remember, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, but uh, shit, motherfucker. He's got to be like a top three candidate for offensive rookie of the year, right? Him, A.J. Brown, Josh Jacobs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Kyler. Absolutely. Actually, Kyler in there, so... But DK's probably in there, I'd say. DK I say DK I say DK probably over AJ Brown because AJ Brown came on late in the Definitely season. Definitely DK over AJ Brown. Yeah. AJ AJ didn't really turn it on until like late, week late. week ten, week eleven. Late, week late. eleven. Week eleven. Um but yeah, that's it. Uh so I guess we can get into the picks for this week. Sure can. Chess. Okay, so last week, uh, Dylan and myself won. We went two and two on our picks. Bitch. Nels, you went one and three. Bet, 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 bitch. Yeah, I've had like a horrible last month and a half. Yeah. Like terrible. The only it's, one, it's cool. The only one we all hit on was the Seahawks beating the Eagles. Um, so for the divisional round this weekend, our Saturday games... The Vikings at the 49ers. 49ers. Niners. Oh, also, one thing I do want to say about these. So, last week, three out of the four away teams won. And this week, seven out of the eight teams that are playing were not there last year. Ooh, lit bug. That's actually really cool. The only team that was there last year was the Chiefs. That's lit. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty. And not even interesting. That's good. For that's cool. That's, cool that's awesome. Shit. Turn. That's awesome turnaround for the for the NFL. Absolutely. I mean, you got a team in the 49ers going from basically worst to first. Like this. That's this league. You never know. Every year, you never know. Um, oh yeah. So our Vikings at 49ers. Um, Shout out to all my sons in the in the playoffs. Still. This guy. Uh, the Titans at the Ravens. Lamar. Lamar. Ravens. Um, Mark Ingram might not play. He's Ooh, they he, still gonna eat. He hasn't practiced in uh as of today, Wednesday. He hasn't practiced because of that calf injury. He's still gonna play. And they still gonna eat, even if he don't play. Facts. Cause that Russian offense some serious boy, it don't matter They're who probably gonna up. sit him down. Yeah. It don't matter you who might as well up. save him. Don't matter who back up. Um, the 10 and six, and then Sunday, the 10 and six, oh, why am I saying records? It doesn't matter at this point. The Texans at the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Texans are the Chiefs. I say the Chiefs. I say the Chefses. And I, this is the only game that I was having trouble with. The Seahawks at the Packers. This is troublesome because both teams can be flaky. Packers. Where are they at? They're in Green Bay, right? They're in Green Bay, but Packers. I mean, the weather's really not a factor yeah, as far as Seahawks go, because they're up north anyway. Packers. Yeah, they don't got that same running attack that they had before. I know they got Marshawn Lynch, but it would have been nice. Well, um, the the dude from, what's the name of buddy from? Uh, Miami? He trash. Homer? Yeah, he ain't doing nothing. They ain't giving him the ball. 
They don't get any okay. in the ball. Um, what y'all, what y'all thinking? I got the I got Packers, Packers boy, Aaron Jones. The Packers. Aaron Jones about to do what Derrick Henry did to them folk. Uh, I'm going to Seahawks. He's tripping, bro. Fuck it. But Russell can't throw the ball, bro. You bug. Okay. I'm trying to say. Trying to say. That's it. Um, man, Russell let you down. Russell, he's going to be AC Seattle. AC Seattle. AC Seattle. We got a deal. We got that L. This. <laughs> we about to get AC that Seattle. Ain't gonna lie to DK. DK. If they win, it's gonna be because DK, cuz. Mm. Like, you know, right now. Alright. Nels. Yo. I mean, ain't nothing to talk about, man. Just bowl games. Teams won, teams lost. Next. Alright, bet. Uh. Now I'm playing. <laughs> um, so, while we were doing last week's episode, Florida was playing Virginia. Um, Virginia actually played them up pretty well. Um, and Florida ended up beating them 36-28. I expected it to be a little bit more of a blowout than that. But, I mean, Virginia proved why they're in that bowl game to begin with. Um, Western Kentucky beat, uh, is that Western Michigan? I feel like we spoke about this. But Western Kentucky beat Western Michigan. I feel like you called that. We talked about Mississippi State, Louisville. We talked me, about that. Me and Dylan called that. But, oh, no, I called that. You guys Call what? Yeah, that's, that's y'all what said. I, that's, y'all said y'all said Western Michigan. I said Western. That's Michigan. that's what I said. I said that. Yeah, I said that. You got hey, that. Chill, I said. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Bitch. 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 Um. Anyway, yeah, I ain't got no time for your feel feel bullshit. Bitch, shut up. Keep moving. Bitch. No, I'm good. Don't be I'm a group and keep it good. moving, Sean. I'm real good. I'm real good. I'm real good. Cause all this hating, nigga. I'm real good. All right, let's talk about the rest of the New Year's six. Um, the Sugar Bowl, you had Georgia beating Baylor 26-14. Um, I mean, Georgia took charge. I mean, the 14 points that Baylor put up was all in the third. Um, and, I mean, they were down 19-14. Um, Blue five, you know, yeah. go mob. Oh, um, hey, tomorrow's Founders Day, y'all, boys. Yeah, bro, that's, that's why that's why I put the 19-14 in there. You see what I did? You see what hey. I did? Did you see that? Did you hey. see that? You got to play computer games for the intro and outro songs, bro. Potentially. Ain't no potential. Now I'll think about it. I think. Oh, I mean, you you could always do it. Bitch, I don't edit this shit. Oh, bet. Then I guess it's on me. Bitch. <laughs> Touche, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, I mean, it was either gonna be that I might do uh one. I might do computer games for either one of the intros or the outros, and then do uh cold blooded for for the other one. Great. So this is probably the combo we should have off air. Say again. I said, this is, I said, great. This is probably a combo we should have had off air. <laughs> oh, is it? Y'all love having y'all little maintenance talks, mid-show and shit. I mean, it's all good. I could always just edit it out if I felt like it, you know? That's a lot of work, bro. Don't do all that. <laughs> you not about to do it. So you know how you brought it up. You damn skippy. I'm not about to do that shit. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, moving forward... Um, Oregon-Wisconsin, that Rose Bowl game was absolutely out of control. That shit lost me money. That was a great game. That mm-hmm. might have been the best game of the bowl season so That's far. That's the only game if that had not, to hit in all the world. If it's not that game, then it's uh, 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 Ohio State-Clemson. Fuck that game. Because 
I ain't gonna lie to you. The Rose Bowl went well. It lived up to the hype. It lived up to the expectations. Justin mm-hmm. Herbert did what he had to do to make sure that they got the win. I mean, it was really good. It was just a good game overall. Um, Minnesota and Auburn was another good game. That was the Outback Bowl. Uh, Minnesota beat them 31-24 in a very closely mm-hmm. contested game. Mm-hmm. Very closely contested game. Um, Auburn could have easily won that game. Not easily like, oh, my God, it should have been a blow. I mean, they just could have as easily won the game. They yeah. made a lot more mistakes. Um, Alabama beat Michigan 35-16. I don't think there's any shock there. Um, you can tell that they're missing Tua. Matt Jones isn't bad. Mac Jones, I'm sorry. Mac Jones is pretty good. I mean, he had three touchdowns. He went 16 for 25 for 327 yards. But I mean, Matt Jones, who the best <laughs> player out on that field was Jerry Judy. Of course, yeah, absolutely. It, it wasn't even. I mean, I think at this point, if you didn't think he was the number one receiver in the country, you just needed to watch that game. Absolutely. Six receptions for 204 yards. Out of here. And it's like, it was unbelievable. <clears throat> yeah, boy. Yeah, now we're going to talk crazy. about the bowl games after the fact that don't matter, but they just use them just for filler up until the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the I, I just need to tell you the name of these bowl games. Just bear with me. The Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl was won by Cincinnati as a score of 38-6. to six. Um, The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Tennessee ended up beating Indiana in a really close game. Tennessee came back. I believe down and saying Rocky Top all the way home, and 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 they they did that. Shout out to Tennessee for turning their season around because their season definitely looked like it was not for anything um, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio beat Nevada in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and um, in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Tulane shout out to the Green Wave uh, beat Southern Mississippi thirty to thirteen. And last but definitely not least, you have the Lending Tree Bowl, where the Louisiana Raging Cajuns beat the Miami of Ohio Red Hawks 27-17. And now all that's left is Lasso and Clemsonis. Facts. So is that is that your way of leading into the pick? Ah, you know me, dog. You all know right. me, dog. So to recap the bowl games. Um, I won those picks. Uh, I went 25 and 14. Uh, Nels, you went, oh, sorry. Dylan went 24 and 15. Nels, you went 23 and 16. Cool. I like it. Congratulations, broski. Thanks. Um, so now what we're going to do for the final pick, because I've not been tabulating the scores every week. Uh, we're going to get the picks from everybody. And then we are going to do, in the event that there's a tie somehow, total points scored in the game. Now, I don't know what order you want to do it. Before I realized I won the bowl picks, I was going to say by standings of the bowl week. But we can do it a different way if you guys would like to keep it fair. No, I like what you got going on with that, big dog. I ride with that. Okay. So... I am going with LSU to win this game. And I think that, oh, and also for total points, we're doing closest to that over or under. You can't choose a number one up or one down from that person. It's got to be at least three points just to keep it fair. 
Cool? Bet. Okay. And my total points score, I'm going with 72. Uh, Dylan, pick and points. Nails, but I don't know yet. Nails, pick and points. Yo, um, so I'm I've been enjoying my time this year, like going just against the grain, and and even going with sometimes just my uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, instincts, I guess, for lack of better terms. I want to say LSU so bad because I I want LSU I wanted LSU to get the national championship from jump. But I just can't. I can't sleep on Dabo. I've been riding with Dabo, so I'm gonna go Clemson, and I'm gonna say the total points scored is going to be. Seventy-two. That's what I said. It's gotta be three up or three down. I'm sick of this. I say seventy-two. You can't. This is Why for, not? Because this is the tiebreaker if there's a tie. You have no proof that you said 72. I, I do because it's on record and I have it written down. It's technically not on record right now as we speak. It is. It is. But yeah, this, recording, this, is record, this recording is on record. Nah. I'm going to delete it. Well, well, we can release the raw audio. It's on Dylan's nah, computer. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to delete that bit too. Okay. Bet. So what you going to say? Points. 69. <laughs> okay. Then we'll do 69. <laughs> That's your final answer? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. And Dylan, picking points. Uh, LSU 62. LSU 62. All right. Well, fellas, we will find out who won everything, both for us and for uh, NCAA. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Show ass up. Wow. Okay. <coughs> hey, that, well, that was rude. Lame adding. Hey, you watch your mouth around me, cuz. Slap fop. I slap fop. Anyways. Now there's no young Anyways, other what? Anything else to say about what, Jit? Whatever. Just move on. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's on you, Jit. Talk about some stuff. I got nothing to talk about. Bro, so ain't nothing going on in wrestling. No, we're moving towards the Royal Rumble. Everybody's declaring for the Royal Rumble. Okay, so I do that. All right, about, okay, I do have so a couple things. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You ain't going to tell the people about shut the up. crazy story that you, wanted to, that you texted us about. You're not going to talk about any of that. Shut up. Okay, oh, bitch. Oh, nah. nah All right. Sure. Now I'm a bitch. Oh, so, um. That's what's up. See, what? you see, listeners, you see how you treat me? <sighs> it's ridiculous. You see how he treats me? I'm just trying to help him out just give him more material for the show. You're like, acting like a whole ho. Anyways. So, the uh, uh, like I said, the Royal Rumble's coming. Uh, this past Monday on Raw, Brock Lesnar, who is the current Universal Champion, has deemed that nobody is worth uh, fighting for the title at Royal Rumble. So he will not be defending his title at the Royal Rumble. However, he instead will be entering the Royal Rumble at number one. The fuck? So what, he wants- if he get- so what happens if he gets beat? If he gets beat, nothing. Because it's not, it's not for his title. Unless they change that stipulation and add his title. As of right now, he just is the champ who happens to be in the match. That's wild. So, like, maybe maybe like Paul Heyman would be like, if he wins, he's going to take WrestleMania off because you guys don't deserve to see him type shit. Who knows? Who knows? Bro, that's wild. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, there's that. And then some information I stumbled upon um, today. Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. The Fiend, um, has had four feuds since he's made his return. Um, and every single time, you know, The Fiend has won or is winning in the case of one because it's still ongoing. Uh, but after the feud, his opponent ends up turning heel. Uh, started with Finn Balor, who he beat Finn Balor, disappeared for a while, and then showed up on NXT, turned heel. Um, that was followed by Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins was the, the baby face and, you know, tried multiple times to beat The Fiend, kept losing. And sure enough, a couple weeks ago, turned heel. Uh, then his feud with Daniel Bryan was going, took a pause for a few weeks as part of the storyline. So Miz entered to stick up for Daniel Bryan. So it led to a mini feud with the Miz. Miz lost. Miz just turned heel last week hmm. against the New Day. Um, and John Morrison made his return, so it looks like they're going to be so attacking this. But um, so as they're turning, as they're turning heel, are uh-huh. they turning heel like on some evil, no, and stuff? Or no, they're just, they're just. It's like a complete attitude, like different personality, you know, and not much like Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. Granted, this is two extremes of a spectrum, but it's it's the other side. So, you know, in Finn Balor's case, he's this heel that doesn't give a fuck about anybody. He's going to beat other heels' ass. He has his own agenda. That's it. You have um, Seth Rollins, who is now back to being the the cowardly heel who needs help and has to be surrounded by bodyguards. And The Miz, who has been the first to say how he hasn't been right since his match with The Fiend. And when The New Day tried to cheer him up and stuff, he basically took it out on him and beat the fuck out of him and stuff like that. Cheap shot at him and stuff. So we, we don't really know the extent of that heel turn yet because it just happened. And then he's Bray Wyatt's currently in a feud with Daniel Bryan. And during this feud, Daniel Bryan has turned face. But I think personally that's like a red herring that it's, it's not really the case. I think it's a short-term face turn that just as part of the story goes so that Bray Wyatt officially takes it from them because they have great in-ring chemistry so I can see them wanting to milk this rivalry out a little bit longer true but yeah so I thought that was that was really cool that if they were intentionally doing that then that's really dope story time yes sir and I, I think it may be part of the, the stories because Daniel Bryan actually brought it up in an interview so I don't know it's very intriguing, bro. Good stuff. Bro, good stuff. I'm so happy that you shared that, bro. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So impressive to hear you talk about wrestling, bro. Whatever. Royal Rumble in two weeks. Um, ooh. As of right now, even though we're not doing the pick, do you have like a early favorite? To win? Drew McIntyre. Yeah. For the men or the women? How about both? Okay, for the men, you said Drew McIntyre? That's actually not a bad guess. Um, I'm probably going to say... Um, 
You know what? I'm going to go with the underdog. I'm going to go Ricochet. And to, really? to, to lead up to a Ricochet Brock Lesnar match at WrestleMania. I would like that very much. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Ricochet. That's actually really good. I like that one. Didn't see that one coming. Hmm. What you think? I don't have I don't have anything um, to say on that <clears throat> as far as any one particular thing. Uh, I would love to see. I, yeah, I would love to see a new guy. I would love. Like, I would love to see a new guy. Like a current NXT guy. Yeah. Like maybe a Alistair Black. Okay, like a Keith Lee. Yeah, that would be dope, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna have about Keith Lee. <laughs> Keith Lee's my guy. Yo, you know what's crazy about Keith Lee? Hmm. You know um that guy No Way Jose who comes out with the conga line? He kind of looks yeah. like a like a lighter skinned uh uh is he Yeah. Uh Keith Lee was one of the people in the conga line back in the day. Wow. Really? Yes. Tough. You don't say. Yep, look at him now. Tough. Um, He's a good man. Yeah. So, and then the women's, uh, my pick, I think it's definitely going to be Shayna Baszler. Because uh, she just lost her NXT title Rhea Ripley a week ago. I think that was kind of her way, their way of writing her out of NXT. Um, and then, you know, her winning the Royal Rumble and challenging Becky would be dope. And then when and then Ronda comes it's back, people are also saying Ronda for the Rumble. So, but I'm gonna stick with Shayna Baszler for that. No, go ahead and win, Shayna, because Ronda gotta be with her child. So when you go away, I like that, bro. We ain't get the title. I like that, but I would really appreciate Ronda coming back. Yeah, and getting the title and getting the title off Shayna Baszler by that. So who y'all got winning? Royal Rumble. The women. Yeah. Ronda. Nice. You said Ronda? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey? Yep. Mm-hmm. Zai. She is her. I got... I'm a fan of it. I like it. Uh... Yes, sir. <clears throat> All right, so we're going hold on, to... Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We're waiting for Dylan. Dylan ain't say it. Oh, Dylan still ain't say it? Oh, my fault. My, my, my bad. Uh, I don't want to be like everybody. I'm going to say, say Shannon Basil. All that just to copy my pick. Go ahead, Nils. <laughs> you look like your pit puts that way. Uh you snap. Alright, so we're going to the NBA. And um as usual, you know I'm going to be talking about um mother freaking uh the power rankings. Um like I said, we're we're inching closer and closer to the all-star break. Um, which is something else that I was going to talk to you guys about too. Um, this is actually a pretty packed NBA section. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, I was a little excited as far as where we were with everything. Um, look a little excited, Drew. Continue. That was done. Continue, sir. No. That was, that was really mean. Yeah, I thought we lost connection, bitch. Just sitting here <laughs> silent. What the fuck? <laughs> that was mean. You hurt my feelings. You'll be all right. All right. So we have a very interesting turn of events in the top ten. 
So you know how the top 10 has been like kind of been a consistent who's not necessarily a who's who, but it's been just a consistent list of teams, right? Mm-hmm. We have a newcomer. And I got to ask, how much basketball have you guys watched? Honestly, like how much NBA basketball have y'all watched? None. I watched a little bit, not too much. So check me out. I don't got I'm about no... to blow y'all minds. All right? You're just about to blow y'all minds. You're, this is going to be a completely random one. I'm going to see if you guys the Trailblazers. can pick it up. Not That's not, well, it's not necessarily random, but that'd be, be interesting. All right. At number 10, um, still at number 10, you have the Toronto Raptors. Okay? Um, before I continue going, the team that got replaced in the top 10 was the Indiana Pacers. The Indiana Pacers fell to number 9. I mean, fell to number 11 from number 9. Damn. Um, they uh, lost to the Atlanta Hawks, so that's enough said. Um, we don't need to go into anything else. Like they, they've, they've lost four straight on the road, and they're going to continue being on the road, so it's not looking too good for them. However, I believe January 29th, um, Victor Oladipo comes back to the starting lineup from yes, his, his uh, leg injury. So that's, that's going to be a major boost for them. The fact that they're 22-14 and 14 without him, very impressive. Um, so at number 10, you have the Toronto Raptors at 24 and 12. What's crazy is the Raptors 24 and 12 record is kind of leaving people a little um, yearning for more because there's a very interesting anecdote when it comes to their record. Although they are 24 and 12, they are 19 and 0 against 17 teams, the 17 teams that they've played that is under 500. So if you take away their 19 wins, Technically, they are Trash. five and twelve. Basically, so, y'all not coming out the east. That's all they saying. But yeah, that's that. It's essentially <laughs> saying that it's it's a padded number right now, and and the Toronto Raptors are probably seen falling just a little bit more mm-hmm. um, as they play against tougher opponents. At number nine, jumping. From number 13 and quietly getting into the top 10 at a record of 20 and 15, you have the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, yeah, CP, I see. They have won nine of their last 10 games and 12 of their last 14, which includes six straight. I see you, CP. So, and, and, and of those six straight, uh, well, of the 12 or 14 in the six straight games, they have been close games that have been decided within five points in the last five minutes. They beat the Mavericks, which was a team that was in the top 10. I believe the Mavericks are like number 12 and number 13. So, yeah, they're, they're playing good basketball. And, yes, Chris Paul is absolutely balling. Um, at number eight, falling six spots. I mean, not six spots. Falling from number six, two spots. You have the Denver Nuggets. Uh, the Denver Nuggets fell um, two spots because they went three and three over the last week. Um, they've not been doing the same on the defensive side of the ball as they've been doing before. Um, at number seven, jumping up t- five spots, has been the Houston Rockets. Um, although they were on a little bit of a losing streak, um, they've, they've come back and won three in a row. Um, and so far, they've beaten the Heat, Raptors, Clippers, Nuggets, and Sixers, all teams that have appeared on the top 10. Yeah, them boys, and they ready for playoffs. Yes, sir. Number six, jumping up two spots, you have the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz quietly have won 10 of their last 11 games. 
And um, I mean, they've they've beaten the Clippers twice. Who's on their team besides Donovan Mitchell? Um, they've got uh, Joe Ingles. They have Joe Ingles, and they also have Mike Conley, and then they got Gobert, uh, and I forget the other person. Oh, they picked up Jordan Clarkson too, who has come out and absolutely balled since he's been there. Um, at number five, falling down one spot is uh, the L.A. Clippers. Um, I mean, they're they're staying consistent in the top five. Um, they didn't fall down for any one particular reason, um, with the exception of the resurgence of the Celtics, who we're going to speak about a little later. At number four, falling down two spots, you have the Miami Heat. Um I mean, they're playing awesome ball. They're 17-1 at home. Um, and they are also 6-2 uh, and two against the top six teams in the East. So they're, they're letting it be known that they're absolutely a top contender. And they're my dark horse to win the East. Um, at number three, jumping up two spots, you have the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, after they lost in Christmas Day, they won five straight. Um, they got Avery Bradley back, which was a huge jump. Um, and you know, Alex Caruso, Danny Green, Kyle Kuzma, they're, they're guys who are supposed to be playing their roles are doing wonderfully well. So the team is going on all cylinders at number two, you have the Boston Celtics. Um, and I mean, they're, they're playing really strong basketball. Um, they've, I mean, from granted the last week they played the Hawks and the Bulls. Um, but still they, they're keeping consistent. Um, and at number one, still at number one with a record of 32 and five, you have the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, sir. So that is that is your top 10 power rankings. Um, I'm going to go into uh, NBA All-Star voting. Um, that has already been a thing. And um, I'm going to share it with you guys. Uh, we'll start with the West. And um, at the West, you have excuse me. Um, at number ten for well, actually, let's start with these. At number ten for the East for guards, um, we'll do the top five. Um, you have Trey Young, Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker, Derrick Rose, and Zach Levine. Um, it's looking like it's a three-way uh, race between Trey Young, Kyrie Irving, and Kemba Walker, which is crazy because Kyrie hasn't really played much, but whatever. Uh, Trey Young is in lead with, by 1,000 votes. Um, what's crazy is Trey Young has 443,000 votes, right? The number one vote-getter in the East is Giannis Antetokounmpo with 1,073,000 votes. Um, the front court is the top five is Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum. Um, and the West, for guards, um, your top five is Luka Doncic, James Harden, Damian Lillard, Stephen Curry, who wouldn't be able to play, and Russell Westbrook. Um, shockingly enough, Luka Doncic is the number one vote getter for the West yes, with 1,073,000 votes. Yes, I think he might be sir. number one. He might have Giannis beat. Yes, um, in the front court, your top five is LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Carl Anthony, Ta- Carl Anthony Towns. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how things go in the stretch. I mean, it's the the difference between the top vote getters and everybody else is absolutely ridiculous. I think Carl Anthony Towns has a hundred thousand votes, while LeBron has one million already. Unbelievable. So, interestingly enough, and I want to hear your guys' opinions on this. Um, Shaquille O'Neal was on a on a show on a shooting of the uh, Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, right? Made an appearance, and what's been going crazy on Twitter as far as like the NBA dream matchup? You know, everybody loves dream matchups. This time around, they've been doing the 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 current Lakers and the former Lakers, and um, it's been Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal versus LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Shaq said unequivocally. Yes, hell yes, of course we'd win. And he continues to say, and I quote, because there's only one contributing factor. Who's going to guard me? So, my question for you guys are, well, is, you had to put your next paycheck on one of those two teams. Who are you banking on and why? On the team or like the two on two? Two-on-two. Like a two-on-two game. Yes, sir. And they prime. Yes, sir. And they prime, I'll probably say Shaq and Kobe. Just because I was going to say Anthony Davis and LeBron, but I do realize that Shaq in his prime wasn't big as hell. He was was really, he he was pretty nimble on his Mm -hmm. feet. So I'd probably say Shaq and Kobe just off pure dominance. Yeah. And I feel like Kobe will kill LeBron in a one-on-one. I completely agree. 100% what, and, what, and do you have anything that you want to add to that? Not really. I mean, I think... I feel like Kobe would be in their prime. Kobe's more clutch. Um, I feel like he's, he, he would... Yeah, he would easily beat... Not, yeah. Maybe not easily, but he would definitely beat LeBron in a one-on-one. And Shaq... I mean, not only was he nimble, but he was still big and powerful and dominant. Like, yeah, like I. Oh, but he's also he's also playing defense too. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't see I don't see physical. I don't see AD and and Shaq being a a a, a good matchup. He gonna wear AD out. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, so that's a two on two game. Uh, Does it change? Does your guys' opinion change in a five on five game? Yes. Well, yeah, I think okay. I, I think, I think AD and LeBron, I think depending on the three, I think AD and LeBron start to get that advantage because now you gotta have Shaq bring his ass, and you know because you gotta play inside out, you gotta play outside in now because you gotta worry about the paint, but you also gotta worry about AD staying out there on the three. This is true. So, and with Shaq, you only know if you're giving them equal teams, LeBron's probably going to be able to do more with this team than Kobe would. Exactly. So that not, they get more versatile when it gets in the team game. But on two on two, pick and roll, they can do that pick and roll shit all they want to. Shaq ain't having that. I like that. You gonna get fouled before Shaq lets you get up in that paint. I like that. I'll lay you on your ass. I, I agree with, with both of you. Um, I agree that in a two-on-two game, Shaq and Kobe going to take it. In a team game, I think it's going to be a little difficult. Um, and primarily because, again, you know, in that team game, I think LeBron's game opens up just a little bit more. Um, so, yeah. 
I can see that. So I can see that. So does ADs. Boy got that. That boy could shoot. That boy a shooter now. Okay. I heard that boy AD a shooter now. <laughs> yeah, AD AD's definitely toting up the rock now as far as just he just shoots him up. <laughs> that boy hit right. definitely. Stop playing with um, that boy. Yes, sir. So yeah, that's that's it for uh the NBA. I mean if you if you guys ain't got anything else more to add, we can definitely go to underrated bars of fames on y'all. Yep, I'm good. All right, cool. Um so um I decided to take the first two weeks, and then um, Buddha, I'm going to ask you to slide me a, a Jada Kiss song, and then Dylan, you'll be next for us to finish off the month. Um, <clears throat> this week, I decided to do Time's Up um, by Jada Kiss. Um, it was on his album, Kiss of Death. It's uh, one of my favorite Jada Kiss songs. Not my favorite, but one of my favorites. Um so I'm going to uh, get started. Time's up by Jada Kiss. Um, it featured, if I'm not mistaken, I think Nate Dogg is on that song, right? Leave you underground. Yeah. Nate Dogg is on that. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Oh, snap. I just realized something. Back to the NBA thing. Speaking of rest in peace, rest in peace to um, the former commissioner, David Stern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he Absolutely. passed away from, what was that, like an aneurysm or something like that? Yeah, uh, complications from like, well, yeah, the aneurysm ultimately caused it, but like he had yeah, that, yeah. like brain surgery and all kinds of stuff, and yeah. Yeah, forgot all about that. Um, Alright, yeah, yo, I'm the with the perpetual oyster bars, mother of pearl delivery, voice of God, and it's hard just being the boss. Being I can't go to jail because them years will cost me. Don't get me in the wrong. Lay it down if he force me. Rather just sit back and roll a dutch. Think how I'm going to put the game in the cobra clutch. Think about how I'm going to get the cane over customs. Never underestimate this or over trust them. Yeah, the M's right in my face. I just got to throw my Tim's on and tighten my lace. If it don't jam, the tech will spray. When I spit, everybody got to split like pepper spray. Because I'm a, that haste to settle. I'm a man of the Lord, but I still can't escape the devil. Moved away and still can't escape the ghetto. What? The time to talk is up, so bring the heat. The time is over. While you run in your mouth, I'm creeping up over your shoulder. A gun, a knife, a bat, a brick, anything I can get my hands on. Call my bluff, start acting up, and I'll leave you underground. I know how to get my pears off me. They can cry and die from high blood pressure because tears are salty. It's a system if you bob in your head. Know that he's sick. Know the flow is ridiculous. Now throw him a grip. When I get it, you already know I'm throwing them bricks. Putting purple everywhere, daddy. I'm throwing them nicks. That's right, homie. You can't move me. I ain't going nowhere. I'm in the hood like bootleg movies. All you shooting is the breeze. A bootleg Uzi. I'm just waiting on a cue like Susie. Don't lose me. These penitentiary chances that I take should be able to get the mansion by the lake. But I invest my bread into something else. Into something else that'll make something melt. You just gotta feel the kid. If not for rap, for the fact of how real he is. Whatever. The time talk well, the time to talk is up, so bring the heat. That time is over. While you're running your mouth, I'm creeping up over your shoulder. A gun, a knife, a bat, a brick, anything I can get my hands on. Call my bluff, start acting up, and I'll leave you underground. 
Hey, yo, there's no The Champ is in here. He took it from crack to rap. Now he put out two anthems a year. And I just want to rock out for a century. Then chase the book with the documentary. If you can't do nothing other than flow, life's a bitch like the mother from Blow. Let's go. Don't make me put your heart in your lap. Fuck riding the beat. I, par- I parallel park on the track. Hop out looking crispy, fresh and new in the six, but it's a BM and it's Pepsi Blue. And I don't know you, but I know a man becomes a man from all the shit that he go through. Y'all ain't fucking with Jason. After I cash in, there's really no justification of how I'm going to change the game. So don't get out of line because this little nine will change up your frame. What up? The time to talk is up, so bring the game. That time is over. While you're running your mouth, I'm creeping up over your shoulder. A gun, a knife, a bat, a brick, anything I can get my hands on. Call my bluff, start acting up, and I'll leave you underground. Time's up by Jada Kids. I really like that song just because, again, just the flow is really good. And even reading it and listening to it, it's almost like he was just having a regular conversation. Yeah. He's just talking to you. So, underrated bars of fame. Who do you got next week? Yes, sir. All right. Um, I mean, is there is there anything else left? No, I'm good, family. Sounds good. Sounds real good. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think with that being said, uh, we're gonna tell them where they can reach us for emails. Uh, that would be boss. Even though we really don't get those, but fuck it. Where can they reach us? Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. And what about on Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. And now we're done. Officially. Show's finished. Never going on the air again. Damn. That's it. End of the air. Wrap it up. You guys got any final words? Yeah. Bye, hoes. Silly meow. Oh, dang, I didn't think I was going to jump that quick. I didn't even oh, get to say I, thought, I appreciate you for listening. I thought, that, I thought listening that was your lead into our... I thought, I thought you were leading to our sign-offs, bro. Dang, that's crazy. Anyway, thanks for listening to us. I'm going to listen to any sports podcast in the world, but you're listening to us, <laughs> and we appreciate that. With that being said... Oh, bye, host. Who's he out of here? <laughs> scallywag. What words could I describe? Book to explain how you look, girl. I think you're so.